a story is a story. You, you got to listen to the story. But then also tall is an attribute that people don't understand is picked apart. I don't care what you look like. That height is going to be on display and people are going to have something to say about it. And people don't understand that. And they, and they won't unless they're a tall woman. Like they can, you know, my friends walk around with me and they see the stairs and all that stuff, but they still don't know what it's like to walk in my shoes. No matter what impact you think your story may have, there is an impact. So mm -hmm. I just, I really encourage that if, if you have, if you are in that space to do it, you know, there, there was a space that I was in where I literally planned my exit. Like that is how low I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I wasn't at the spot personally where I could have shared anything at that time. Amen to that. Tell your story. Tell your story. Hey guys, today is Bastille Day. It's the 14th of July. It's the French national holiday. It's the equivalent of Independence Day in the States. And a little trivia for you. Apparently they chose that date as a symbol of our freedom from monarchy because La Bastille was a prison where the rebels wanted to, th that the rebels wanted to annex, thinking it housed ammunitions and guns for them to properly lead their revolution. This was the first building representing the monarchy of Louis XVI that fell in 1789 to the revolutionaries. And France is considered as the country of birth of human rights. The first universal human rights declaration was written that same year. So there you have it, a little 40-second history lesson on the beginning of a revolution and what a revolution that was. And we are witnessing and participating in a revolution of our own, don't you think? One that is about institutional change and societal change for the oppressed and black people. So I think it's quite fitting today to have Alicia J on our show, the former reality TV personality and the very current activist for Black Lives Matter. She's a huge advocate for self-love. Her thousands of followers follow her religiously and are super engaged and she's had to learn the hard way how to embrace her six foot six body. She's a powerhouse when it comes to advocating for what's right, teaching us how to better educate ourselves on black lives and the revolution that is taking place in the middle of the COVID pandemic. I have learned so much by following her, by chatting with her and just having her in my world. She was recently a speaker in the Tall Society virtual town hall moderated by Bree Vishnar who was also a guest on the podcast, and I was lucky enough to participate in it. And uh, Alicia reminded us that it's together that we will create empathy in others. It's only when change is demanded together, when we keep each other accountable, that we can see results. And here in this episode, you will be reminded, goodness, that words matter. I will never know what it feels like to be black, and, and actually, on the contrary, I was always mocked for being so white, but I do know what it feels like to have your body picked apart with nasty words, and I do know what it feels like to have it be an obstacle to everything you set out wanting to do. So having this gorgeous black tall woman show us the way to bliss and acceptance is pure gold. Let's listen in. I was so scared to be 
Alicia, I'm so happy to meet you, finally. I know, so excited to meet you too. It is long overdue. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome on my podcast. I'm so excited. You know, I discovered you on that TV show, that reality TV show, My Giant Life, a couple of years ago. And, and it was at the time in my life where I was like, oh my gosh, they talk about, you know, 600 pounds people. They talk about little people, but they never talk about the tall people. And then poof, I just found that TV show and I got, I got completely hooked from the beginning. So this is how I discovered you. And I'm like, you know, one day if I ever do a tall, you know, that tall T factor idea that I have, this is the girl I want to talk to. So I'm really excited you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but of course, you're more than, you know, just a reality TV star. You're also a self-love advocate. You talk about bullying. You're an uh, anti-bullying activist. And I want to talk all about that. But first, you know, at the T Factor, we'd like to know uh, when I interview someone who's very tall and who's on the topic of the conversation of tall is a presentation. Where are you from? How tall you are? And then we talk about your family, how tall they are, because that is also a relevant point when we are this different. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on, first of all. And Thank you for having this. Like, we need more platforms like this. Yay! Thank yes. you. <laughs> I need the encouragement, I tell you. Oh, la, la. I know I know it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work to do this, but yeah, because you, you know. Are, yeah, and, but you're changing lives. And so, like, I just really appreciate you putting in the work to oh, do it. Thank you. So, I am 6'6, six, six, and oh, I'm from Oakland, California. Well, you know what? I'm from Portland, but I've been here for 13 years. And I always say that Portland raised me, but Oakland has really made me who I am because I really came into who I was when I came to California. And we'll get into a little bit of that later. Mm -hmm. uh, but originally I am from Portland, Oregon. My mom actually currently lives in Beaverton, Oregon, which is also part of my story that we'll talk about. Um, but she's 5'9 and my dad was 6'3". Huh. So I just kind of took all the tall jeans and ran with them. <laughs> do you have any siblings? I do. My brother's six three, um, and so I do have a cousin who's six eight. But um, other than that, I'm the tallest, and I love it. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I know, and that's what I love so much about you is that you've come into your own person and your body, uh, and you're such an inspiration. And you're definitely an inspiration for me, because, you know, anybody who's followed the uh, T factor, they know that I still, I'm still a work in progress and I'm only quote unquote six foot two. So it's very inspirational to see someone like you, six foot six, who is just, you know what, just own this. You, you were put on this earth like this for a reason. And it's not easy every day. Like I don't say it to myself every day. I definitely don't. And I, I don't know about you, if you manage to have that assertion every day, is amazing with this body. Well, I think it's important for everyone to know that we're all works in progress. Like, I don't care sure. what age we are. I don't care how much we work on ourselves. There's always something that we can work on and always something we can feel better about. <laughs> um, you know, it, we go through cycles in life and there's always going to be something that's new and something that you have to adjust to. And it's okay. You know, I think that's like the main thing that I talk about on my side is it is okay to feel these feelings and work through them. Um, but just hang on to the fact that it's all a gift. You know, this height is a gift. 
I didn't always feel that way about it though. When I was growing up, I was severely bullied for my height to the point of physical things. And, you know, I had to really learn to love myself and it's okay. So going back to your time being bullied, were you always tall? Because I've had some people who had growth spurts Mm -hmm. much later in life, but I saw your videos. You have a beautiful presentation of, you know, who you are on your website. And you said you were always taller, but did that happen from baby child all the time forever? Yeah. So I've always been head and shoulders above everyone else. Oh, okay. Um, and there was a, uh, moment where I did have a big growth spurt, but I've always been At what age when I was going into middle school. Um, Sorry, I'm I, not American. So what's that? Mm-hmm. What's the middle school? I'm bad at that too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't even know what age that is. I want to say it was like a 13 ish around okay. there, but going into middle school, I was six two. So, you know, that just imagine being in middle school and being six two. <laughs> but, um, well, that I do know because I was, I stopped growing because I started uh, the hormone therapy that struck me sharp at 13. I was done. So I was six um, two. Uh, but I'm curious to know how you continue growing. Did you have your period late? So I grew to be 6'6 six, six when I was a freshman in college. <laughs> yeah, it, and it was weird. And they always would test me for, um, and, and forgive me if I say it incorrectly, but Marfan's disease, they always tested me for oh. the disorder throughout because they just kind of thought, like, how is she still growing, you know? And you, um, sorry, I, I, we do ask, do you, you did have your period. Yes. Because that makes a difference when you stop growing, uh, when you... Yeah, do. I got my period right before I went into middle school, actually. And I got you continued super- growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I stopped my freshman year in college, and I was actually waiting to grow more, to be honest with you, because it was like a progression, and I haven't. So I don't know. I guess that's just the way that my growth pattern was, but you know, the doctors didn't really understand that, and they wanted to label it something. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just growing, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like I'm just growing. How did your parents deal with that? You know, at a young age, my mom, she used to carry my birth certificate around to show people that what age I was, because like no one would believe it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. They, they like, you know, certain things that could you sneak in the movie theaters and uh, go watch some PG-13 movies? Right. Well, my, mom, my mama didn't play the PG-13 movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I, I <wasn't, laughs> so I didn't get to do that. But, uh, but yeah, you know, there, there were ways that people treated me as I was older, right? Because they're like, this, this child is tall. She's probably older. I, I used to carry around a baby doll and they didn't understand that. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, she's at the age that she would play with dolls. And, and love that kind of stuff. But everybody wanted me to be older and treated me as such because the height presented an older child to them. Mm-hmm. And so there were things like that, you know, growing up that my mom probably felt more than I did, you know, at a, at a young age or just kind of plain, you know what I mean? Like I didn't really realize that I was that much taller until I got into a situation in school when I was bullied. And then that was the first time that I believed the lie that height wasn't beautiful. You know, that how, was the first thing. How did you not notice it before? Like they didn't put you at the back of the classroom and always in the back in the pictures of the classroom and all that stuff? 
you know, to be honest, they probably did. But at that age, I was just kind of not, not immune to it, but I just, nobody ever told me it was wrong, but they probably did things to, you know, kind of put my height in the back of the class and stuff like that. But I just never, I just was taking a photo, you know, (laughs) like that is, that's what, you know, at that age. But when I went into middle school and they started severely bullying me for it, that's when I was like, oh, this is different and it must be wrong because of when the you, way. When you go to middle school uh, in the States, you, you change school. Is that what you, is that? Yes. Okay. So this is a whole new fresh school. You don't know anyone. Yeah. Whole new fresh school. And at the time, um, my parents had gotten divorced as well. And so we moved from Portland to Beaverton, Oregon. And that doesn't sound like a big change, but even like racially, right? Um, I was in an African-American school in Portland. I had, you know, my mom is white and my dad is black. And so I had my dad in my life. Um, and then he was still in my life, but he wasn't in my home because right. we moved to Everton. And so now I was in an environment where my brother and I were two of only, you know, only maybe like maybe 15 kids in the whole district that were of color. And so not only were, was I being bullied for being tall, I was also being like bullied for being black by both people in my neighborhood, teachers even. And so it was a really dark time because I, it was the first time that I had realized that the world didn't like color, mm-hmm. you know, that parts of the world didn't like color. And then also that, you know, being tall as a woman was wrong. You know, I didn't, I didn't really know that before then. I didn't, maybe I was just late in realizing it. <laughs> it, it may have happened before then, but um, it wasn't until the kids verbally and physically like assaulted me on different levels that I just believed them. To be honest with you, like through all throughout middle school and high school, I, I thought that my height was wrong and that being black was wrong, you know, and I hated myself. I was very severely depressed because of it. And it wasn't until I got to college and I was around other women who absolutely loved their height and absolutely loved who they are. I was on a team with a whole bunch of ethnicities that I realized that those things that people were telling me were lies. They were opinions. And I chose to believe them. And when I got there, I said, this is a gift. Being tall is amazing. And being black is amazing. Having this curly hair is amazing. (laughs) And, you know, I just move forward and I've never looked back. There have been moments where I am reminded of how terrible people are and how ridiculous they can be about it. But I now know that it's beautiful, you know, and it took, it took some time to get there. You're saying that it's a, you chose to believe the lies that were told to you, but when you're at that age, Quite often, one needs guidance. One needs someone to show you the other way. Yes. Uh, to understand that they, these things are lies. And it seems like you did not have that secondary route of, you know, things are not actually supposed to be that way. This is, why don't you try this? You so didn't seem to have that? I did. I, my mother and my father were very vocal about it. They told me that it was wrong. They they would say it every single day. Every time I came home and told them about something, they would even go up to the school and like, you know, say that they wanted to pull me out and people would say that it wasn't happening, you know, so on and so forth. 
But, but I'm talking about the encouragement about your body. No. And your skin color. Both. My dad would tell me I was beautiful. He would tell me I was a queen every day. My mom would tell me that my height was a gift. But it is really, really hard to take that from your parents. And I know that sounds weird, but your parents, like in my mind, I'm like, they're supposed to say that. I'm their daughter. Like, they're going to say that. These people are telling me, like, I, and, and it doesn't seem right, but at the time, it's like your parents are supposed to love you. And so you kind of take it with a grain of salt. They both tried their hardest. My parents mm-hmm. were my biggest cheerleaders. And my, my dad has since passed away, but my mom is my biggest cheerleader to this day. But that's one of the reasons why I started Tall Swag is because I wanted to see representation that like wasn't related to me. Like I wanted to see somebody that loved it and embraced it that like had nothing to do with me. It almost like validated that it was true. (laughs) You know, like if I see her doing it, she doesn't even know me from Adam. If I see her doing it, like I'm going to, I can rock it too. It, that representation is so key. We don't have enough of that representation still to this day. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I'm so glad that we find each other, you know, on social media and all the different endeavors that uh, so many of us tall girls are, are taking on. And yeah, I feel I'm, I was always told I need to find my tribe and you know, this is what I'm trying to do, I have to say. And that's what I'm through this podcast and also meeting you and talking to you. This is what I'm trying to tell the listener is you have the choice. And that's what I'm trying to confirm that it is a choice that we have to make ourselves. But until we are mature enough to understand that it is a choice, one can feel it's an affliction or it's one can feel like a victim of it. Like it took me I'm going to admit it took me almost 30 years to admit that to, or to feel, I felt like a victim of my body for 30 years. That's what I'm saying. And it's until I got a mindset shift, a big low in my life that I just like, you know what, this is, I'm done. I'm done. Yep. When you, it's, it's a light bulb moment, right? Where you just realize that this has been happening to you for years and you've been accepting it, right? It's hard to, it's hard to get to that point where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I am a gatekeeper, you know? Like I, and I'm not saying that what you're feeling is wrong and you should be mad at yourself for feeling it. You got to work through it. Like you can't grow until you work through it. But once you realize that like, no, I don't have to accept your idiotic tall comment that you just said. <laughs> like. Yes, I can wear heels because I want to and they look good and I work them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when you when you get to that point, it's a beautiful place to be in. But you have to do the work to get there. I mean, it took it took me a long time too. Like but and, it's also and, daily work. Like it, uh, as we said at the beginning, right. it's also it's, it's yeah, absolutely day. daily work. Yeah. yeah. It's daily work. It's standing up for yourself, standing tall for yourself time and time again. Right. Um, you know, every single day when we walk out into this world, we get a stare, we get a stupid comment, mm-hmm. we get someone who stereotypes us as only being good for sports. Um, we get someone who tells us we shouldn't be wearing the shoes we're wearing. We get somebody who tells us that um, we should How's open the air. How's the air up there? How's the air? I mean, just stupid things and it's like 
at some point you just have to look at that person and be like, man, I hope you realize one day that you need to change. Have you ever had someone tell you, you know, how tall are you? And you say, oh, you know, you tell your height and they're, no, you're not. Oh yeah. Because they want, they always put like three extra. <laughs> on their so they can't uh, <laughs> You know, I think I know, you know, I'm in the business of tall. I right. know. Yeah. I've been measuring myself my whole life. So I'm yeah. <laughs> you might want to go measure yourself. Yeah. Accept that number. <laughs> Size matters. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should answer back. You right. Know, you should, we should just say, yeah, I know. Size matters, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good one. Let's just say well, that next time. Right. And if you look at the question itself, people want it. Like, they want the height. Like, they love the height. I am, a, I am a believer that everybody secretly wants to be tall. I don't care who you are. And so for people to be enamored by it, to ask questions about it, to want to know about it, and also to put two extra inches on their height shows that it's amazing. <laughs> like, oh, I love that. So, you know, once you, once you grasp it, it's so beautiful. Um, you have to tend to it, like you said, daily. Yeah. But, but it really is a gift. And Another thing that I do want to say, though, is don't let your height define who you are. I know. It's, it's one of your beautiful attributes that you have. And it's something that, like, I hold very near and dear. I'm, I'm just like, God, thank you for giving me this beautiful height. But it's not the only thing about me that is amazing. It's one of it. It, it makes up the recipe of the amazing person that I am. I know. And, and I know it's hard to not do that because people throw it in your face all the time. But there's but also just, one thing about you is that you're one of the prettiest tall women I've ever seen. So you also have that pretty, you know, component that's added on top of the tall. And how did you maneuver with that as well? Like people coming up to you, you should be a model, you should not. And then, and then what? Well, thank you for the compliment. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I actually did start out as wanting to be a model when I was young, like six years old. Like that's what I told my mom that I wanted to do. And the actual industry, as I got taller, right. Told me that I was too tall for the industry. Yeah. And I, still uh, get I know. Moment. Yeah. To me, I do appreciate everything that God has given me. Um, but I also think that we are all just like gorgeous in our own way. And, and, and the whole like pretty tall thing, we all are, you know what I mean? Like I just, I see when I have my events and I go to different events and I see different women, I'm just like, man, she's just striking. Like everybody is striking in their own unique oh my, way. Yeah. And I just, I want people to embrace that. Like every attribute that you've been given was given to you for a reason. You know, I believe that everything that I've been given is part of my purpose. And it, the same is for you and all of you that are watching. Um, and I just, you know, I, every time I see someone who, or when someone comes up and is like, and, and this is like my, one of my most hated comments is like, you're tall, but you're pretty though. It's like, excuse me, <laughs> what? Like, sorry, I have to me? Like, don't be talking about my tall tribe like that. You know what I mean? Don't be talking about all my sisters like that saying like, you're tall, but you're pretty. We're all pretty. We all have these amazing attributes that's apart from each other. 
like I always have to school people on that one. I would like I have to educate people on their comments. Sometimes. Yeah, I think it's time. I, I yeah. agree with you. I think it's time that we educate people. And I think that's what we're doing. You know, we're talking yeah. that tall, tall, inclusive fashion and tall discussion, basically, that we were not allowed to have until until now. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you're tall. Shut up. What more do you want? Why are you complaining? <laughs> do you know? Yeah, no, I just it's it never ceases to amaze me what comes out of people's mouths. And I just think, yeah. like, what happened to you for you to be okay with saying that out loud to a person? You know? Yeah. Like I, I always try to go from that and and I'll say it to them like, let me tell you why that is not okay to say, because mm-hmm. I would never want a 13 year old me to walk down the street and get a comment like that from somebody. And so I feel like it's my obligation to tell them, like, I try to tell them in a nice way. Sometimes it doesn't come out so nice. I'm not even going to lie, but like, <laughs> like I want to walk down the street one day with you and just hear it come out of your mouth. Man, I'm serious. You know, I just feel like it's my obligation because I, I don't want a little, you know, a little me or a little girl or, or a young woman to walk down the street and get a comment like that. And it changed her entire trajectory of her life, you know? So, so I kind of feel like it's my obligation to educate people on their ignorance. I agree. I agree with you. And there's a big shift today with sexism that is sort of almost, I mean, it's not vanished, but it's definitely on the back burner compared to what it was when I was growing up and, and imagine the generations before us. But, uh, and it's time that uh, we are also included in that discussion that you cannot comment on tall women and men. And, and, and I mentioned the beauty aspect of, of uh, who you are as well, because there's also, you know, you're a tall, especially black girl, then you can only be a basketball player. But then you're a tall, pretty girl, then you can only be a model. And why would you even try doing something else? Right. So you have to fight that double. Absolutely. And I encourage every single person, like, if you don't want to play sports, don't play it. <laughs> if you, if you don't want to be a model, don't be a model. If you want to be a dentist, a doctor, a person who's doing something for the first time, going to tech, do whatever your heart's desire is. Like when you get a calling, like to me, we all have our calling on our life or whatever. When you get that in your heart, I don't care what it is. Don't let someone put you in a box. Go after it. Like, go after it. Like, people are going to stereotype you and tell you you have to be a certain way. I had someone tell me that I was worthless because I didn't play basketball anymore. I know. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I had that coming too. Yeah. Absolutely. And what I told that man is like, you absolutely could have been in the NBA too. So were you? Because they don't have any, like... I can talk about NBA players that are under six foot right now. Like you want me to list them off? So why weren't you in the league? You know what I mean? Like, so it, it always, you know, people are going to put those stereotypes on you and just don't let them do it. Like create your own, create your own thing. Do what you want to do. I tell people that all the time. I just want to walk through, you were in high school, just for the listener who is for the young listeners or for the mothers. Mm-hmm. and the parents who have children who are going through that period of they can't get through their child. They can't, you know, as your parents did, they can't, they can tell them that every day, morning, noon, and night, your, your body is amazing, this and that, but the child will not hear, will not listen. 
you went from high school where you were lost, bullied, etc. Then you showed up in university and you found found your tribe. Is that is that how the support system started? Yeah. So to give you some context, I started basketball super late because everyone was telling me that I had to play, and I was like, I don't have to play. <laughs> and so, um, but to be quite frank, I started because I needed money for college. Like my family couldn't afford college. And I knew that. And I was like, well, I've been given this. Let me see what I can do with it. And it didn't come easy to me. Basketball was super hard to pick up. Um, And then people, and I've grown to absolutely love the sport. I'm obsessed. But literally, you know, people thought I would just be dunking, you know, out of the gym because I'm 6'6". So that pressure was incredibly immense. And that added to me not liking it as well, because that pressure was so hard, right? And so I went from this really, really low point in high school of just not loving it on every level to when I got to college and being on a team with these other tall women for the first time, because like I was the tallest on my team. How tall? Because you're 6'6". There's not many people who are. How tall were they? um, I had a 6'5", 6'3". And so not that they were taller than me, but they were tall. And I had been the tallest on my team. Yeah, I'd been the tallest on my team. And these women just embraced me and just showed me that it was great, you know? And I, I don't even think they meant to do it. It was just in their actions. But it just showed me that like, hey, like you're not alone, number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I felt very alone. You're not alone. And it's something to that you can love and not hate. It's it's actually a gift. Um, and so literally, it, it just it was like that moment, like I talked about earlier, that light bulb moment where I just was like, wait, this isn't bad. This is great. And then I just built from there. It was just like a, a realization. Hey, just taking a short break here to remind you that the tall edit is available on the T Factor website. Every Monday, I select a cool mix of clothes, elevating the choice we tall women have when it comes to fashion. So many brands are now seeing the light and realizing there is a market for extended sizes, and I strive to offer you the best selection of shoes that carry bigger sizes and tall brands that are perfect for the season. So head on down to t-factor.online forward slash tall edit to get your weekly fix and subscribe to our newsletter. I promise I won't bother you often. It's just to keep you abreast of everything that's going on in the tall world. Okay, let's go back to Alicia. When I talk about my parents trying to help me, um, really get your child a mentor who's tall. I know. Yeah. You know? I mean, if the, if, the, if the difference is tall, because I have listeners who you know are not necessarily tall, but it could be anything. Anything. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've just been around another tall girl and she, I can see the difference from the moment we met to like two hours later of just like, wow, like she really likes it. You know, I mean, it could be something just as simple as that, but getting around someone who doesn't have any stake in who you are. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but like, a mentor, just somebody who doesn't need to tell you that you're beautiful. Someone who literally just embodies that it is a gift, no matter how they do it. It's invaluable. 
it's invaluable. So I always tell a lot of mothers come to me and say, look, like, can you just talk to my daughter? And I do. That's why I'm here. That's why I have tall swag. That's, Mm -hmm. that's the only reason why I started it was because I needed that space growing up and I want other people to have it too. And it's, you know, it's a labor of love and it's part of my purpose. And I'm so grateful and thankful that God has put me in this position to do it. I know. But you know, just, it, I, that's one thing I would say to, to mothers, fathers also that come up to me is just try to find someone in your circle that can, can just be around her, like take her to dinner one day or something. You know what I mean? Just, just something that is a point of reference of it's actually great. And, and they can build off of that because I'm telling you, it, it changes the game. And I, I wrote a, a blog post also on how phenomenal social media and of course the internet can be if you know how to navigate it and if you know if you have an open heart and you look for the right answers because you can very fast and very easily go down the the wrong hole of you know all the jokes they make on tall people and not finding the right support online but if you do search with good intention, you find amazing people like you and so many other tall women and men who are advocates for and who become the solution. They have taken their, the matter into their own hands and they are the resource that they wish they had. And that's what I'm also trying to do. I'm, I'm trying to show or to be there and be the, a resource that I wish I had growing up. And I'm honestly like, every time I see like, someone like you or someone new in the space, like I'm always going to share it because this isn't, this kind this isn't a competition. This is a collective effort that we're all doing to make a change. Um, And like, I just want to thank you again for what you're doing because I know as a person who's doing it too, it's not easy, like, but it's absolutely essential in changing the lives of women and men, people, just everybody who needs inspiration and so thank you. Thank you. Really. But I, you know, I, every time I see someone new, I'm like, welcome. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Tell me about the reality TV um, adventure that you went on. You know, I actually did not want to go on the show. Like, oh, I'm how did I find you? So I hated the title. My how giant did they find you? Like, how did they find you? Was there um, a casting call? Uh, no, a producer actually. So it was season three of the show. Oh, you were not on the two first ones? Only on the third. Oh. Yeah. And because um, to be honest, I, I think I even wrote a blog post about the first season and how much I hated it. I, I was, it, I did, you know, and to be honest, even in my season, there were things that I did not like. And I'll be the first one to say it. Oh, good. Okay. I'm yeah, sure. No, I'm no. sure we agree on many things. Oh yeah, about it. I I said it many times. Like the camera angles, ridiculous. I know. You know, and and things like that. But to me, I looked at it like this: there had never been a person of color on the show. Oh. There had never been somebody, and this is with all due respect to all of the women who are on the show, because I, anytime you share your story, it takes a lot of courage. So I, I'm not, you know, by any means, downing anybody else who's on the show, but. 
I had people email me and say like, please go on this show. Like we want to see representation like you on the show, please go on. And I fought it and I fought it. (laughs) And then the producers reached out to me and one flew up here to meet with me. And she was like, we're trying to make changes. We're trying to like make a different, like make it like not only look different, but then also just present different stories than we have before. Yeah. And I felt like I weighed the options. I prayed about it. And I felt like showing somebody representation that hasn't been shown before outweighs my uncomfortable feelings about it. And also reclaiming the word giant was huge for me because that's one of the things that people use to bully me. Like that's one of the descriptors that people use. And I said, you know, I can either let giant rule me or I can take it back and use it for good. And, and at the end of the day, I do have a giant life. I have a giant faith. I, I have a giant personality. All of those things are true, but I was letting this old descriptor define who I was. And so I said, you know, I'm good. I'm just going to do it. And I personally, you know, there was a, a couple cringeworthy moments that I didn't like, obviously. And I knew that was going to happen going into it, but by and large, you know, I felt like it was something that needed to be seen. I still have women to this day thank me for going on there and walking in a pair of heels on camera. Like I get that all the time showing that, you know, you need to be strong in your tall walk and there are things that are going to happen that are unsavory and this is how you relate to them. Um, even do you, the, 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 uh, do you feel that that TV show sh- showed tall women in a, in a favorable light Or did you manage to pass your, you didn't really care about how the show looked. You managed to pass your own message through it. Yeah. For me, my objective was to be a great representation on the show. Right. And it was real. Like, that's really me. Like, it's not, (laughs) it's not like I was just like, you know, throwing up this fake representation. Like, you know, I really am waiting for marriage. I really am single. I really do, you know. Um, have to own it every single day. Um, there are times when I cry because I cried on camera. There, you know, there there are different things that that go on. But to be honest, I, I looked at it as an opportunity to show that and show my own story. I don't really want to comment specifically on the other stories that were told. No, no. Um, but I will say this: I wouldn't do it again. I felt like I did what I came to do in that space. Okay, and. I inspired people. I do have aspirations to start a different show. Um, Yeah. That show has since gone off the air, but, but I do want to partner with other network and and really do like, um, an entire representation of tall, um, in a beautiful way. And so that's definitely something that I have aspirations for because while I do appreciate the way my story was told, mostly I do want to show all tall women specifically that there's a place for them in this world and that they're beautiful and that it's a gift. And so that's definitely something that I aspire to do. Oh, well, there's definitely space for that because I, I agree with you that that TV uh, show did not show that at all. I I was a bit uh, annoyed with it. I have to say I thought that the TV show did not shine a bright light on the tall community. And there's definitely space for another amazing show 
and I cross my fingers and I wish you all the best for you to come out with a worthy show uh, representing the tall community because, because that wasn't the, the one, you know, I think they were still making fun of the uh, tall community. And I thought it was almost, uh, at some points I thought it was insulting. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you completely. No, no, I'm, I'm with you completely. I, the reason why I did it is, is to show a better view on the show. And I could see through that. Like I was like, I was like, um, I know, I see it. I know you're trying to say something. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. So I, I definitely, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change going on there because I've yeah. got, you know, to this day, people tell me like it inspired them in ways they've never been inspired. And that was the purpose. And it has. Yeah. And, and so, but do I agree that there could be a better show? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, you're, you're definitely going to let us all know about your next project if it uh, comes to light. And um, I think we've talked about everything because we've talked about image, body image positivity and self-growth. You know, you made a po- you had a post on your Instagram maybe a few months ago, I don't remember, where you showed pictures of yourself as a 14-year-old girl and how you talked about you did not know still at that time how amazing your body was and how hurtful all the comments were. And I bawled at that mm. post. You were so sincere. Mm. I bawled at that post. I said, oh, me too. You know, it's like, nobody believed me. Like I, I didn't have a voice. And I want people out there to know that you can choose to raise your voice, stand tall and use that, that voice. And you are such a, an inspiration and an example of how to grab that voice and make it a positive. Thank you so much. Thank you. No, I thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, no. And I, to be honest with you, a lot of people are like, how do you like, do you plan your posts and all this? And, and to be honest, I don't, what I'm feeling at the time I put on paper and I share it because I know that I'm having that feeling for a reason. And it's very much because someone else needs to read it. Oh, I like and I, and I encourage every single one of us to share our story. I, I know that it's scary. It's so scary to be vulnerable and put yourself out there, but there's power in it. And there's also somebody who needs to read it. I don't care if it's one person, someone needs to read the way that you're feeling because they relate to it and it will spark something within them that will be a part of their story. And so I really encourage everybody, you know, when they're ready, share, share, because it, it's so important. We, but wait we need, a second. Do you think we need to be ready to share our story? Well, when I say ready, it, I mean, like, I don't want you to share something that's not like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. If you are in a place where sharing would be harmful to yourself, <laughs> I want you to share that. I want you to work on it. You know what I'm saying? You right, have to start right. with you. You can't tell a story if the person telling it is, is not, you know, in a place to do so. Like, I, I would never just be like, share. Like, you know, like, I feel like you, you need to be in a mental space to be able to do that. I don't want it to be detrimental to your story. I don't want it to hold you back. But if you feel compelled to do so, do it. 
you know. But, I so don't. tell me one thing. When you started sharing your story, when you started putting the finger on, okay, this is how I was feeling, and now I'm done. I'm going to start talking about it. I'm, I have, I'm allowed, I'm giving myself permission to share my story. How, number one, how did it feel for you personally? And how did you manage? Did you have any haters? Did you have any people who were like, yeah, you know? Um, you're always going to have somebody that responds in a negative way or says something stupid about what you're Yeah, right. Did you have oh, people yeah. who did not understand why you were talk, talking about it? And Right. I mean, um, even like, for example, here's a prime example, and this isn't even my story, but I was very upset when this happened. When the Tall Girl movie came out on Netflix, people were like... Came, just to situate people, it came out, what, seven months ago, eight months ago? Yeah, like around seven or eight months ago. On Netflix about that girl who goes to school yeah. and she's six foot one and she's a head taller than everyone, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. All saw, so, yeah, yeah, when they put the trailer out, there was this reaction. I don't know if you saw it, but yeah. of people that were saying like, what does she know about struggle? Like, you know, she's this pretty, you know, white tall girl or whatever, like, what does she know? And it's like, first of all, a story is a story. So I don't, I don't, you know, you, you got to listen to the story, but then also tall is an attribute that people don't understand is picked apart. Like as a tall woman, it is just picked apart. I don't care what you look like. That height is going to be on display and people are going to have something to say about it. And people don't understand that and they, and they won't unless they're a tall woman. Like they can, you know, my friends walk around with me and they see the stairs and all that stuff, but they still don't know what it's like to walk in my shoes. They still don't know what it's like to be me. And mm-hmm. so that reaction really angered me because like people don't understand what it's like, you know, they don't, but am I so incredibly glad that she did that? Like, am I so incredibly glad that that they made that movie? Yes. Because there were tall women everywhere that needed to see it. Now, I didn't like the milk crate part at the end. But I know, cool. I know. Um, I, I was just like, oh, uh, yeah. you know, it was just like great story uh, and empowerment and all of this. And then you get up on a milk crate lost. and make it. And, <laughs> you know, I just, I, I couldn't believe, but anyways. But with that said, still something that very much inspired a lot of women to embrace who they are. and. You know, am I glad they shared it? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So there's, I, no matter what impact you think your story may have, there is an impact. So mm-hmm. I just, I really encourage that if, if you have, if you are in that space to do it, you know, there, there was a space that I was in where I literally planned my exit. Like that is how low I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I wasn't at the spot personally where I could have shared anything at that time. No, you know, and so when I say like when you're ready to to do it, I I just think like you know I I'm not going to tell you in your journey when it is, but like you'll know, and and don't hold back, like share it. Well, I know that I've come to a point where I cannot live another day without telling my story, and but yeah. that was my lowest point a, a few years ago. That was my lowest point where I can't breathe. I can't breathe if I don't say this is what was going on mm-hmm. for myself yeah. and for others i want uh, you know and, and if there are other people outside outside of my world who who feel this way you, you shouldn't feel that way and and let me tell you how you know and that's 
that's my that's what I'm trying to achieve. There's also the fashion component of the tall life that people don't understand. And it's so exciting to have all of these brands just mushrooming all over the place. And I'm so excited. And it's like exactly what you said earlier. Whenever there's a new brand go coming up, I'm like, great, awesome. How can we help? You know what I mean? And you always post about fashion. So what are your top five go-to brands? Because what's your inseam in, in uh, pants? Um, it depends on the pant, like the type yeah. of pant that I'm wearing, but it's anywhere from 37 to 40. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> on 30, oh, la la. Yes. So it, it very much varies. Um, and of course the heel, you know, like I, I always wear heels. So, I mean, not in my house in quarantine, but, um, (laughs) um, but you know, I, well, actually there's nothing wrong with wearing heels in your house. So do you, if you want to. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's so many retailers that I absolutely love, but You know, my top one that I always tell people about because it was one of the ones that I had growing up, like, um, is Alloy Apparel. Um, I don't, I don't know if you have ever shopped there. So Um, you had Alloy growing up in the States? Yeah. So they, they were one of the, they did did tall. They had jeans. They had tall jeans back then. Oh my Lord. I wish I knew. Yeah. So they, they've actually been around for a long time, but they've been revamping lately and everything that they're putting out, I love. Um, and I also love the price points that they have. I think, you know, one of the things that my mom kind of struggled with when I was growing up and kept growing is finding clothes that fit, but also that we could afford because, you know, we didn't have all of the money. We, we just didn't come from a lot of money. And so, um, it was pay less (laughs) and alloy pants that kept me afloat. Like back then. And so, but now like Alloy is really putting um, a lot behind the tall brands specifically. Yeah, I know. And, um, I just really love the stuff that they're putting out. Alloy is one of my favorites. I actually love ASOS. Yeah. Um, am I saying that right? Because I always, I always think. I think am so. I, right? I think it's ASOS. Yeah. But I'm actually wearing um, ASOS right now. But I love that. Uh, is it a dress? Um, it's a two-piece. It's like a two-piece, but it's actually a mini. Love piece. it. Yeah. So I really, I like the ASOS brand specifically. I think some of the other brands aren't cut as long, but the actual. Yeah, because ASOS, ASOS represents, they have several brands on their website. Yes. Right. So yeah. The brands that they have are, are good for me. They're cut long enough for me personally. So I do love that. Um, there's another one that people, I don't know if a lot... I, a lot of people know, I don't know, maybe in the UK, if they know it, but the Prissy Duck, have you ever no. heard of? No. Yeah. So um, the Prissy Duck is um, a, a small company, but they have like some really great jumpsuits. Their trousers are amazing. Jumpsuits? Of, yeah. So they have one that I've been wearing a lot lately, actually. So it's, um, it's kind of like um, a sport jumpsuit, like, and it's just, one you just put it on with some sneakers and run out the house really quick and come back you know and it's long enough in the torso that's the thing it's the torso absolutely yeah it's very it's long in the torso and she just i I believe she's six three the owner six three and she just really knows how to cut tall clothes 
So yeah, because really it's a matter of proportions. It's not just, yeah. oh, let's just add some few inches to the length. No, it's a matter of proportions. You need to understand the tall body and so that we don't look like, uh. Exactly. Um, and, and speaking of the proportion, I really love height of fashion. I know. Um, She's such oh, a great girl. So good. Anthony. Um, yeah, and she and she's just awesome. She's um, awesome, and she's really on a mission to make sure that tall women are clothed. Correctly. On a mission, <laughs> she was actually on the podcast last uh, season, and uh, she's just uh, on it. Yeah, so I really, really love hers. And then shoes, I love Smash shoes. Smash huh. shoes is my favorite. So um, her name is Ashley. She's six three, and so she, she really creates shoes that are really hard to find like she has this um a snake skin boot that goes up to a size 14 that i absolutely love um, what size are you i'm a size 12 but you have small feet yeah yeah i do and, it, and it's crazy because i used to think they were so large <laughs> and my grandmother always used to say if you had small feet you would fall over so you should be thankful that your feet are longer <laughs> Yeah, but um, but literally, I'm a size like, eleven, and I'm six two. You have small feet. Yeah, everybody tells <laughs> me that. So I, you know, but um, but she does. She goes up to a size fourteen, and her shoes are really great. Like I love the construction of them. Point. I love her. um her price point. It, it depends. She has a lot of sales, which are really good, but it could go anywhere. To I think like the shoes that like ninety nine to, I want to say like her like thigh high boots that she had were like 150 but they're she always has sales so they're they're not that much but and you, said you wear heels my goodness yes I love a heel I mean I just feel like any any way I can express myself through clothing or shoes like I love to do so it might be like a neon sneaker one day or it could be a thigh high animal print boot the other you know what I mean like it's just, it really depends on how I'm feeling. So, well, um, I, I don't know how you do it because I, when I wear heels, I'm your height when I wear heels, mm-hmm. and I can't hear what people say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. have that issue. Like I just nod. I say, I say yes, and that's it. And I have to bend forward. To sort of. What are you saying? On the girls, they giggle. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. I absolutely do the same thing. Okay. <laughs> no, I. I Full I disclosure will- to all your friends. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's been some great conversations that I've totally missed, <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, but when we get to the bar, I always make sure that I get the stool so that I can actually hear and be part of the conversation. Yeah, it it is. That is some, that's a thing. That's a real thing. It's a thing. You have to think about these things, you know? Like, you have to know that you're going to be able to get into the car with that skirt that you're wearing because you might not be able to, Right. you know, in the back seat of a car. No, I'm with you 100%. But, you know, it, with every gift, there comes some things that you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Alicia, yeah. it was amazing to have you on. Thank you so much for Thank having you. me. Thank you. I can't <laughs> wait to, for everybody else to, to, to hear that story. Yeah, and I, I literally just want to share with everybody in any way that I can. And I'm on IG at Tall Swag. It's tallswag.com. Everything social media wise is tall swag. Tall so swag. Like Facebook.com backslash tall swag, all that. So I, you know, I just, I just want us all to be together and share and 
Um, I've been having these virtual tall girls nights, which have been amazing. Um, they sell out like that. I'm going to have to upgrade my Zoom plan so that we can all be together. <laughs> but um, I definitely want to bring that into like an in-person experience when we can again. It'll be some time, but when we can, I would love you know, to do that. And yeah. um, I just love us and I want us to all be together and build each other up and just be our tall, beautiful selves. So. Well said. Amen, as you would Amen. say. there you have it this is a long episode this week but alicia is worth it and i'm sorry about all the bad microphone that i have going on right now i'm not in my usual spot so it is what it is but thank you i want to leave you with emily sunday who is my favorite singer songwriter right now she's is from the uk and this is her song, Read All About It. Take it easy, and I'll see you next time. So why let your voice be tamed? Maybe we're a little different. There's no need to be ashamed. You've got the light to fight the shadow. So stop hiding it away. Come on, come on. I want to sing. I want to shout. I want to scream till the So fierce.